0: Sixty degrees, high high, three hundred and sixty degrees, high high, three hundred and six, three hundred and six,
1: three hundred and sixty degrees. High.
0: Right, miu yam Miyu-Yam cho onum, and Namokium to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine produced by members and graduates of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program, broadcasting from right here at KPFA in Huchin. This is occupied Ohlone territory, also known to settlers as Berkeley, California. And this week on Full Circle, we again have three topics for you, although two Come from the city of Antioch, California, my hometown. And of course, as always, we will continue to keep our eyes and ears on Palestine. On tonight's show, we'll hear from public comments at the Antioch City Council as the community pushes for a ceasefire resolution. And we'll also hear a statement from Councilmember Tamisha Torres Walker of District 1, who supports the resolution. And keeping it in Antioch, the city has sworn in the first Police Accountability Citizen Oversight Commission. We'll hear from members of the council, the new commissioners, and the acting police chief on that. And to close out the show, we'll hear a little bit of the opening ceremonies of day two of the Murdered and Missing Indigenous People Summit held at the state capitol in sacramento all that tonight on full circle i'm your host tonight Natum frank sterling jr yaka coming to you from downtown antioch this is occupied bay miwok territory keep it locked right here to kpfa Again, miu Yum Miu Yum Cho Onum and Namokium to Full Circle. Notion Lovik, my heart is full. Thank you for joining us tonight. And we're gonna kick off the show with a story out of Antioch, California, and that is the community is pushing for a ceasefire resolution to be put on the agenda. This comes as the Israeli occupation forces are currently devastating the southern cities of Rafa and Khan Yunus, the last remaining safe zones. They've also destroyed Nasser Hospital and forced out patients and doctors, killing many of them. First up, we'll hear residents of the city of Antioch as they speak to the city council for a ceasefire resolution in the public comments. And this is to put a ceasefire resolution on the agenda. Also, after that, you'll hear a short statement by Councilwoman Tamisha Torres-Walker, who is supporting a ceasefire resolution. And the first speaker is of the group Rising Juntos, a local organization that fights for housing and children's rights here in Antioch and Contra Costa County, who came out in support of a ceasefire resolution. Stay tuned to KPFA.
2: Greetings, Mayor and City Council. My name is Brendan Olasky, Secretary of Rising Juntos. Rising Juntos believes that all people have a right to live free, healthy lives with safety and dignity. We also believe all children must grow up in safe and nurturing environments. Any marginalization, dehumanization to one group is an assault to all. So uh, Rising Juntos uh, is advocating that you put a ceasefire resolution on the agenda. Since the October 7th attack, Israel has retaliated with a brutal and disproportionate assault on Gaza, home to 2.2 million Palestinians, half of whom are children. Today at least 27,000 people are dead and tens of thousands injured due to the the assault, which is likely to undercount. Over 80% of the population is displaced, 70% of those killed are women and children, while not uh, widely reported, the facts suggest a policy of collective punishment and ethnic cleansing is being carried out, and the International Court of Justice has ruled there is a probable risk of genocide if things continue. Meanwhile, the United States provides billions of dollars in aid to fuel this response, disproportionately harming children. It's time Antioch stands with other Bay Area and American cities and nations across the world in calling for a ceasefire. We can make an impact at federal levels and protect innocent children and families that are dying every single hour. We speak up on this issue because all our issues are connected. We must have housing security in Antioch, we must denounce racism, and we must condemn genocide, especially when funded with our tax dollars. We ask Council to call for a world where all people are free to live dignified lives and all children are raised in safe environments. Please join other cities across
3: the region in passing a ceasefire
2: resolution in Antioch and stand up for what's right. Thank you.
3: Good evening, honorable members of the City Council and Mr. Mayor. I want to take a moment and thank you for all the heroes that came actually before this. I did not come, uh, you know, my heart, I come to you with a broken heart. And Ms. Leslie, Devin, Harry, uh, 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 Trivi, Alicia, uh, Mahogany, you, and the rising hood toast, you have put my heart back together and give me hope. You said to take a stand when you say something wrong, when you see something wrong, if and no justice without peace. That's right, and that has brought, I don't know where to start tonight. I don't know where to start tonight. Do I start with Dr. Hamam Malou, a 36-year-old nephrologist who was killed by an airstrike along with his uh, family uh, in Gaza, he was, at, uh, he was a nephrologist, a kidney specialist at Al-Shifa Hospital, where we, we know that does not have any weapons or a, uh, a command center. We were told false lies. Or do I start with Hind Rajab, a five-year-old who aspired, who aspired to be a doctor, but she was murdered by a tank fire inside her car with her family. She was murdered. We can hear her screams online. We can hear her on uh, in the videos. Or do I start with Muhammad Abu Salmiyyah, who was the director of El Shifa Hospital. He was shackled and kidnapped 78 days ago. His hands were broken, a chain was tied around his neck, and he was dragged across the floor to eat off of a plate like an animal. This is what is happening to our doctors and healthcare providers in Gaza today, this day. The hospitals are targeted, medical staff are taken, and patients are taken to work offsite for torture. I wish I was making up these stories but you don't have to go very far. Go on social media and look at what the Israeli occupying fo- forces are posting online. This is the first day in modern day history we're seeing a genocide. This so, The scenes we are seeing are like the uh, memories, illicit memories from the Holocaust and the lynch mobs of Jim Crow era. Please adopt the pro- proclamation for a ceasefire, uh, as Councilmember Tamisha Marker- Walker has said. Please, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Good evening, my name is Hari Gauss. I'm a resident of ENIAC for the last 24 years. I would like to request honorable mayor to agendize council member Tamisha's ceasefire proclamation on the the water in Gaza. Uh, As I understand, uh, there's an alternative option. Because the ongoing genocide there is of utmost importance, not just in our community, nation, worldwide as an alternative option i'm humbly requesting that uh, a special meeting is requested thank you
4: thank you (laughs) mark paulson not here are you hilda paulson come on down
5: hi (laughs) my name is hilda paulson my father and sister both reside in antioch and i brought my dad here earlier. Um, he had to go, but he was so thrilled about the uh, Police Oversight Committee, and so am I. So congratulations. I honestly feel super moved and honored that I got to witness this tonight. This was amazing. So big ups to you all. Um, I'm a Jew. I'm here on behalf of Alameda Family and Friends for Ceasefire. We're supporting Contra Costa for Palestine. We want to see this body Join uh, Richmond, Oakland, San Francisco, Chicago, and nearly 60 other major cities across this country whose city councils have called for ceasefire. Please agendize and pass Councilmember Tanisha Walker's ceasefire proclamation. Every day, ceasefire is delayed. Hundreds more innocent civilians are killed. We cannot wait. Thank you.
4: All right, thank you.
6: (laughs) It's So, First of all, I just want to say thank you. This was such a beautiful night. I didn't come here and expect this. I don't want to cry, but oh my gosh. We see the connection throughout the world in such a small city. I've grown up here. I have 72 cousins that live here in Antioch. Um We're all Afghan. You have a huge Muslim community here, and we all love living here. We all love being close. I love feeling like we have a village. I, tonight, I feel like we have a village, and it's beautiful. I'm from Oakley. I feel like Anya connects us to the Bay Area, and you guys have such a strong, you know, today you guys found out that you guys have so much power to make change in community. Bridgman has done it. San Frans- I was there in San Francisco. San Francisco made a ceasefire resolution. And thank you to Misha Torres Walker for making the proclamation again, and I hope you guys look over it. Um, for Black History Month, uh, South Africa did make history taking the IDF to court, it was, it was good, it, it was good. And I'm here, Frank's here, Frank is, he's indigenous. We've seen genocide on these lands. We have seen genocide and we continue. And if it's happening somewhere, it can happen here. And I see, Oak, I see Oakley, I see Brentwood, I see the changes that are happening today. And we should not be destroying another country of our brothers and sisters. Our brothers and sisters are there. And we have brothers and sisters here that need to be taken care of. And if it can happen there, it can happen here. And I don't want to see that. And I want to see prosperity and love for everybody. Free Palestine, I'm so sorry. But please look into a ceasefire resolution. B- speak for us. Be a part of the Bay Area and make a stand. Make the Bay known that we're here with Palestine. Please. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you.
5: Thank <laughs> Good evening, Mayor and Council people. My name is Dr. Maj Sheikh Jangra. I'm a physical therapist and East Bay resident, and I'm here today to ask you to put Councilwoman Tamisha's ceasefire resolution on the agenda and to pass it without delay. I've seen people come to these City Council meetings and say that local governments have no place speaking on international affairs. That cannot be further from the truth. It is our money which should be going to our communities that is feeding this war machine. Antioch alone gives $1.3 million of our tax money to Israel every year. Based on numbers from transparentcalifornia.org, that's the equivalent of 11 primary school teachers' salaries for this area. As of August, 2023, Antioch has 334 unhoused residents. How far would $1.3 million go to providing these residents with resources? Even worse, it is our cities right here in the Bay Area that are harboring the weapons technology companies like Lockheed Martin, Caterpillar, and L3 Harris, who make the technology to turn regular dumb bombs into smart bombs so they can precisely target hospitals and kill healthcare workers and their patients. The precedent that we set by not loudly and emphatically condemning a genocide is a dangerous one. We are broadcasting to the world that one group of people can commit horrific war crimes against another group without consequence. God forbid one day our kids or grandkids become victims of that precedent. I want to mention something that was said earlier uh, that I thought was so perfect, but Dr. Romero already beat me to it. When you were appointing Ms. Leslie to the police oversight commission, her daughter said that she lives by see something, say something, no justice, no peace. The Palestinian struggle is the African-American struggle. The brown struggle is the black struggle. We are fighting against the same oppressors for the same cause, for liberation, for peace, for justice. We have to say something, and we have to say it loudly again and again and again.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
5: Thank you.
0: you. All right, you're listening to Full Circle right here on 94.1 FM, KPFA and kpfa.org. Those were some voices from the last Antioch City Council meeting held this past Tuesday, February 13th. The next day, I caught up with Councilwoman Tamisha Torres-Walker at a separate event and asked her about the ceasefire resolution being put forward by the community and for her and the council to support it. Here's what she had to say.
7: You know, I don't believe in passive leadership. You need to take a position. And not only should we take a position on all issues, we definitely need to take a position on this issue. And not because not because many people think that, like, we have some authority over global issues, but we have residents in our community who families— are impacted by those issues and we need to stand in solidarity and say that no we we don't believe in terrorism or genocide and we always say that we're the third most diverse city in the bay area that includes our muslim community that includes our jewish community that includes communities all communities impacted by this genocide that's happening right now and so we need to take this position as a city so that we can show that we don't just tout diversity when it's necessary politically, but we are actually ready to take a position on this issue and push a resolution to say, we don't believe in terrorism, we don't believe in genocide, and we need to we need a ceasefire in Gaza right now, and we do not need our government dollars going out of this country when we can't even get people off the streets and get them housed when we can't get people quality mental health care when we don't have jobs for young people to go into and now we're trying to charge them with organized theft crimes because we have failed to create economic stability in a way that will position them to not have to be out here in the streets Right. We 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 aren't keeping families housed and preventing them from being on the streets, all of the resources that need to be kept in this country for the betterment of our people going to a war. We should all say not in our name, and we should say it now, and we should say it here in Antioch, and we should move a resolution forward. As well, we are on occupied land, and in honor of indigenous people, we all also just have to pay homage to those who land we occupy. And so we need to continue to do something about that as well.
0: All right, Tamisha Torres-Walker, District 1 Representative, thank you very much for your hard work for the city.
7: Thank you, Frank, for your hard work.
8: this is a message for all the Arabs in the world in case you don't know it you have to know it right now اسمها هاش تلق أصل المحتل غريب لم ولن يعيش في يافا ولا في كل باب قبيش شيخ موانس أولى دي مش تل ابيب ودا مش تل أبيك دي الخريطة ودا التاريخ هناك تلاقي بير السبع ودا الخليل ودي غزه أهلا بيك في فلسطين أنا من اريحه شرق القدس بيت المؤمنين النصرة بلد العدرة دي نابلس ودي ربك موجود صمد شاهد الله حصل من نقب لحدود صفد شمال جنوب وسط وإحنا مش قليلين ده وهم حطوه في راسك ربك موجود صمد رمل في بيت جبريل فجأة نقوم من في جرين أهلا بيك في فلسطين أرض كل العالمين بيت شمس المؤمنين بكل لغات أهل الأرض زي ما قال تميم بيها الزنج وقف والقفشاك والصقلاب والمشناق والتطار وأهل الله والهلاك والفقراء والملاك كل من وطي أثرة بفابريك التاريخ يا ريتو كان أرى يا ريتو ساكن في كتغرافيا لا ده بيته كان بره رميتو مقبرة تدفنوا فيها انتو اعتديتو كم مره بيته من ورا انتو حقيقه مزوره مش عشقلون دي عشق ودي بسان الحدودة من زمان من عند نوح وسام لإبراهيم عليه السلام دي حكاية الإنسان لساني عربي كان عاني خرطي إنساني اني بخني واخواتي بتعاني تندر كوب الموجة بس دي اقل حاجه قدامي انه ننشر لولاد تيلي وعي ولو فغاني الخريطه الخريطة اللي في زماني كيوردز للحقيقه والمعاني ومش هداري لما عاني مش هداري لما يو من مصر الدنيا بنت النيل فانت فاهم انا بقى مش هتفرق ان هجيل انت ضد الانسانية تقيل لقيت دي في نيلي دا جوجل كلمة تيري دا وبرغم الضهار الورد يعيش الوقت يعيد جوجل عبوهاب مسيري وادوارد سعيد في حاجة اسمها مقاومة وحاجة اسمها ارهاب في فرق ما بنسهيوني غير يهودي ابن كتاب الارض عرض الله اساسها الكيرة والسلام
0: All right, welcome back to Full Circle right here on 94.1 FM, KPFA and KPFA.org. That song you just heard was Ard Kanan, Kanan, and it was Palestinian street rap and Gainani. So check that out on YouTube. I will actually post a link on our website, kpfaapprentice.org, to all the music breaks after the show. And I did notice that I didn't post the music breaks to a show either last week or the week before. Um, But if you were looking for those songs, I will be going back to update that. Also, I'd like to make a quick announcement, and that is the group Um, Organizing the ceasefire resolution in Antioch, Contra Costa for Palestine, we'll be having a teach-in event coming up this Sunday in Brentwood, and that will be at Adams Middle School at 2 p.m. That's Adams Middle School in Brentwood at 2 p.m. for a teach-in to learn about what's happening in Gaza and why we need to urge our elected officials to demand a ceasefire. I'll be posting a link to that information on our website, kpfaapprentice.org, just after the show. And now, coming up next, we're going to stay in Antioch because after over a decade of fighting and after you know a few lost loved ones, numerous beatings, um, racial epitaphs, uh, hate From the Antioch Police Department. Antioch has just signed in and sworn in their first Police Accountability Citizens Oversight Committee. And coming up next we're going to hear from Councilwoman Tamisha Torres-Walker representing District 1 and Mayor Lamar Hernandez-Thorpe as they spoke at the City Council meeting this past Tuesday Uh, with their comments about the new Police Accountability Citizens Oversight Commission. And then after that, we will go to the signing ceremony where I caught up with five of the seven new commissioners and we'll hear what are some of their thoughts. Quick reminder, there's videos to all this on the First Voice Media Facebook page, including... Videos that I won't have time to air tonight, and that includes an interview with the acting police chief Joseph V. Hill and his thoughts on the new Police Accountability Citizens Oversight Commission. So check that out, as well as the whole press conference um, introducing the new commissioners. So check that out on First Voice Media on Facebook. But now let's take it to the City Council, the Antioch City Council, this past Tuesday. With Tamisha Torres-Walker as she makes her comments regarding the new Antioch Police Oversight Committee. We'll be right back on KPFA Full Circle.
7: What I want to say is, you know, how did I get here? Trayvon Martin killed. Trayvon Martin was killed in honor of public safety. An individual community member who thought themselves an advocate and a defender of public safety on behalf of the police murdered Trayvon Martin. Michael Brown who body laid in the street for hours in the hot sun in front of his family and community. George Floyd who we all got to watch be choked to death on the world stage. Breonna Taylor who died in police custody after demanding support, and medical attention, and it was never provided. And Maud Arbery, who was hunted down by individuals who thought that they needed to take the law into their own hands and represent police, step up and represent the police and the people in dark bodies. And I've seen that happen here in the city of Antioch. How it did we get here? In 2020, the community made a demand for accountability. Every community member that I saw camp in front of this police department starve themselves for days demanding accountability never once said any individual I talked to defund the police. They all said we need to have accountability. We need to have transparency and we should no longer be ignored. Because they were ignored, and thank you, Mr. Hernandez, for letting us know as you were ignored by previous councils, when you brought your concerns about the activity in this police department. But this council has acted. We have acted on the demands of the community. And when we talk about qualifications, we had a city council that was established and did nothing. We had a passive city management system that did nothing. We had, maybe not this city attorney, I don't know, depending on the history, of policing in this city the city attorneys that probably did nothing about the harm to community if this city's previous leadership whether it be city council city managers or otherwise would have done something when individuals like harry thurston and even mr hernandez said something needed to be done we wouldn't even be here right now maybe the city also needs a diversity and equity officer so that we can make sure that diversity, equity, and inclusion is present and central to what we do in this city. Wow. Hopefully, because we know that we have management in this city who is committed, the city attorney who I trust and the city ma- acting city manager Kwame Reed will help guide this commission with resources, training, and to be equipped to do what you need to do to make recommendations for police transparency, accountability, and policies and community engagement in this city. We went through a process of the full council being the first ever police oversight body, but it was a council of electives. And so you know, red tape rhetoric, absent of moving anything, adoption of an ordinance, and then months maybe even years to be able to appoint residents to now serve on this body. And that was through all of you all's advocacy. Everybody here advocated for this. And we pushed it. When other people refused to act, were paralyzed to act, and didn't wanna act, we acted. This council acted. (laughs) So what we do know is the truth doesn't need any support. This community has been devastated by what we have seen of policing in this city. The truth doesn't need any support. There has not been any oversight. There has not been any accountability. And that hasn't happened at the level of a council or a city manager. It just hasn't happened. We have made history tonight, but history means nothing to people if we don't make progress. My belief is that we will make progress. We will have transparency we will have accountability and hopefully a model of community policing that is non-biased and serves all residents of Antioch equitably. So again, for those of you who came and shouted accountability, thank you for showing up, keep showing up, keep asking for accountability because this council will continue to act.
4: Okay. Well, congratulations, Antioch. I see uh, Cassandra Quinto Collins here. So when I was on the city council, we were always asked to kind of look the other way. If the press would call about crime happening in our community, we'd get a text from the chief of police saying, "Hey, don't talk to the press. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of it," uh, or we would prefer you not to do that. Um, in in 2020, I asked for like a police reform ad hoc committee, just a committee to look at policy, because you know I'm a policy maker, and there are people who lost their collective minds, and I and I. I just, I didn't understand why. And then the hate that came along with it over a committee to examine paper that we probably wouldn't have even understood because we would have looked at the paper and I wouldn't have known the, the significance of saying you have to do this versus it is strongly encouraged. I would have known the difference of what that meant. I really honestly wouldn't have known the difference of what that meant. And so, when I became the mayor and you know, I showed up at your house mm-hmm. and um, oh man, one of the most profound moments of, of my time as the mayor was to hug you. And, and, I, and I thought to myself, I'm, I'm hugging this lady who just lost her son. Nobody told us that her son had died and we're responsible for this. We're ultimately responsible for this. And so it was very, very frustrating. Absolutely, very, very frustrating. And in the context of all the the hysteria around a conversation about police reform, and the pushback, and not just from certain people in our community, but from city hall, and then the undermining. And so it was very, very frustrating. And so, but you know, I I I don't want to add to what Councilmember Torres walked because everything she said was absolutely correct. Everybody voted for change. We're delivering on that change. Uh, and even if we don't always agree, even if we don't always agree, I mean Councilman Older to participated in this, I couldn't be more proud of her and Councilmember Barbanica for actively participating in the process. Even if we had disagreements about where we should go. So thank you. But at the end of the day, I want everybody to understand our job here is policy. We're public policy makers. We set the agenda. I am elected to set the agenda for the city. Mm
1: -hmm.
4: We then hire people to provide oversight of all of our departments. And we're only here for one reason and one reason only and that's because in the city manager's office they have lacked the will to hold the Antioch Police Department accountable and to provide oversight. And that's just the God honest truth. That is absolutely the God honest truth. And so tonight represents this government taking hold of its city and its instruments and making sure that every department in this city represents the values of our community. We're not going back. We're not going back. the the people who are against what we're doing here today can gather up however many people to try to undo this work. It's not going to happen. It's absolutely not going to happen. And it's not because I said so. It's because you said so, and you've already sent that message a long time ago. We're not here running an agenda that's, that doesn't represent you. It's your agenda. You made this happen. You did this. Every decision that we've made in the last three years, Tamisha, every decision that we've made, every decision that we've made, whether it was banning positions that can cause people to asphyxiate, could have been a decision that was made by the city manager. Body cameras could have been here a long time ago. but they didn't. But we got here because you put us here and we conti- we're gonna continue to ensure that the agenda that you set the path for this city continues to be fulfilled. So today is not over. Today marks yet another chapter in rebuilding our public safety department because we're gonna rebuild. We just hired four new officers today, swore them in, four new. And I was proud to meet two of them who were bilingual just like me, because we're building a department that looks like you. The second most racially diverse city in the San Francisco Bay Area. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. But they're gonna try to stop us. We're not gonna let them. Thank you.
0: All right. That was the voice of Antioch Mayor Lamar Hernandez Thorpe. And before that, you heard the voice of Councilwoman Tamisha Torres Walker, representing District 1. And they were speaking again at the Antioch City Council meeting this past Tuesday as they inaugurated the first um, police citizens oversight committee here in Antioch. And this comes after over a decade of people like myself and other community folks, Catherine Wade, uh, fighting for this. So coming up next, we're going to hear from the signing ceremony the next day. Real quick reminder, I did film all the interviews you're about to hear, as well as an interview with uh, Acting Chief V. of the Antioch Police Department, Mayor Lamar Hernandez-Thorpe, And I also spoke with Tamisha Torres Walker. And again, that was the next day coming up right here at the swearing in ceremony for the Police Accountability Citizens Oversight Committee. So now let's turn to the some of the commissioners themselves. Two of them got away before I could speak to them. Um, But up next, you'll hear from five of the seven commissioners. We'll be right back here on KPFA. Uh, this is Free Will and Franklin, and we're here at Antioch City Hall. We just had the swearing in of the first um, Police, uh, Citizens Police Oversight Commission. And I'm here with one of the new commissioners, Portia Taylor. How you doing, Portia?
9: I'm doing well. Thank you so much.
0: Well, um, real quick, tell the listeners about some of your experiences that you think are going to help you on this commission.
9: Um, Not only am I directly impacted by uh, police here in the city of Antioch because I've lived here for several years. I've worked um, within the prisons across the state of California directly with custody staff and people who are currently serving sentences on rehabilitation and also um, state policy to better our public safety system. And so I think that my expertise are gonna offer a lot to the city of Antioch. I am a criminal justice major and a current law student at Drive-On Law School in Stockton, California. So I I bring a lot to the table and I'm very excited to serve the city of Antioch.
2: And
0: this is so new to the city. Um, How are you looking to tackle this? I know you just met some of your co-commissioners for the first time, but what are you looking forward to?
9: Um, I'm looking forward to us collaborating as um, everyone watches the swearing in, we are all brilliant individuals. And I think as we come together, we're going to uh, really make the change that the city council hoped for, for the
0: city. And as we all know, the city's been dealing with a lot of issues with the police department. Um, how are you feeling about going in knowing um, the text messages, the violence in the community, the racism, you know, you're going in um, to a pretty hot fire. How are you feeling about uh, what you've seen and, you know, how are you going to deal with that?
9: Um, I feel confident. I think that the the city selected us for a reason, that we're very strong-minded individuals, and that we are going to tackle this in a way that um, that is strategic, so that the city can be proud of the newly selected police officers that will serve in. Yeah. All right,
0: well, Portia Taylor, uh, Commissioner Taylor, congratulations on your appointment today.
9: Thank you so much. I appreciate you
0: and we're still here at Antioch City Hall celebrating the um, the newly appointed Antioch Police Citizens Oversight Committee. And I'm here with Mahogany Spears and she is one of the new commissioners. Just- for, uh, to start off, tell me how you're feeling today about this historic day for Antioch and yourself.
10: I'm excited. I've been in Antioch over 10 years. I'm looking forward to change and being a part of the change, which I think is really important. Um, there are a lot of people who inspire and they, and they want change within the community, but they're not doing the work. So I'm really excited to be interviewed by you. I know that you're out there doing the work, you're on the ground, and I want to be a part of that. So I'm excited today.
0: And uh, you had quite a resume. Tell folks some of the experience you look forward to bringing into this commission that you feel is going to be um, a bonus to the commission.
10: Um, So some of my background comes from psychology. I think mental health is really important as it relates to policing. I think that's a piece that has been missing, is mental health awareness within the department and outside with the community that we deal with. I think accountability is a huge piece. We both know that that's an issue that needs to be dealt with. So accountability and bringing trust, that's what I want to bring to the community and with my psychology background and my background in uh, law, with my Juris Doctorate, I'll be able to incorporate the two and hopefully affect change.
0: And uh, it's no secret Antioch's going through a big change in their police department. About almost 50 percent are out on some sort of leave or investigation. Um, How do you feel going into this, knowing the challenges that Antioch Police Department is currently facing and um, and they're in a rebuilding stage?
10: I'm hopeful. I think this was a perfect time for me to be a part of it because then it leaves the room and the door open for change. And hopefully people are open to it and hopefully the community is open to it. But I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for the change and I'm ready and excited to see what we can bring and do together as a community uh, and with the other commissioners, so I'm excited. All
0: right, Mahogany Spears, congratulations again on your appointment today.
10: Thank you so much.
0: All right, yeah, we're down here with uh, another one of the commissioners, Harry Thurston. And if you have a long history here in the city and um, work like this, uh, tell us a little bit about what you're bringing to the table to this commission.
11: I I hope I bring to the table just the ability to talk to citizens in Antioch to bring their concerns, their needs, their desires to further push forward public safety policing in Antioch in a a much better way than in the past. Again, just to move the rock forward as much as we can.
0: And one thing I asked the last commissioner is that you're kind of jumping into a hot fire here with the recent scandal and everything that's happened with the Antioch police. You know, how are you looking to go into this and, you know, what are your hopes um, going into such a, uh, I don't want to say a mess, but such a hot kind of fire that's happening here?
11: Yeah, I I think there's some issues that have happened, but I think we can move forward by looking at where we're at. And evaluating what the current policies are, what the current procedures are, what actions have been taken by the police department, and making recommendations with the help of citizens' input on what changes we need to have move forward through the City Council.
0: Hi, Harry Thurston, I appreciate your time and uh, your dedication to this cause.
11: Thank you very much. Yeah, the work begins now. Thank you. Okay.
0: And I'm here with one of the new commissioners, and that's Devin Williams. How are you doing, Devin? I'm doing great, Frank. Thank you. Yeah. And tell me how you're feeling today um, with this historic moment for Antioch. I know you're very familiar with um, what's happened in the past with the Antioch Police. So, just real quick, how are you feeling about this day? Um, very. Um, so
12: today, um, I feel honored, um, overwhelmed with you know excitement, but also knowing the task that lies ahead. Um, we're going to have a lot of work to do. Um, like you said, I do know what's been going on in the city. And uh, because of people like you, we have to do the work, right? And uh, because of people like who are uh, going to be overseeing, we have to do even more work. So <laughs> that's that's why I'm here today. I'm excited. The energy is very good.
0: And uh, when you heard the uh, resumes of your um, your cohorts and your fellow commissioners, How's that make you feel? I know a lot of them have some law enforcement experience and worked um, with policymaking. How's that making you feel going into this?
12: Well, <laughs> for me personally, it's um, I'm excited to work with such decorated people. I mean, they know their stuff. I know my things from a community background, but we have uh, people who have um, degrees in mental health, law, uh, law enforcement background, and uh, not as an officer or anything, but they know what we're gonna be working with, and I'm gonna be learning so much from them that I feel like I can also bring something to the table, but they, we're all gonna to work together and we're going learn from each other.
0: All right, Devin, well, uh, is there any last words you'd like to say about you know this new journey you're on um, serving the community?
12: Uh, as our great president would say, watch me. <laughs> no, but honestly, joking aside, um, I do look forward to moving the city forward in public safety. Uh, progress in uh, just
0: how the city is today. All right, Devin Williams, congratulations and thank you very much. Thank you very much, Frank. All right, people on Franklin here. Uh, We're wrapping up down at City Hall and I'm joined by one of the uh, another one of the commissioners, my neighbor, Alicia Lacey Oha. First of all, tell me how you're feeling today just, you know, being uh, accepted and um, what's the right word being chosen to be a commissioner?
13: Well, I believe that it's a a honor to be a commissioner of the very first Antioch Police Oversight Commission, and I feel feel confident. Uh, I feel that um, this is going to be a great uh, commission, and we're we're going to move in the right direction. Yes, we're moving forward here in the city of Antioch.
0: And last night, the city council meeting, there was like talk about qualifications doubled. Tell people some of your qualifications that you're excited to bring to the table to be a part of this commission.
13: Yes, Um, I have a master's degree in public administration, but not only that, but I have a wealth of experience um, working with people from all different backgrounds. Um, Also volunteering. I have a lot of volunteering experience um, in the Bayview Hunters Point of San Francisco, here in Antioch, Pittsburgh, Bay Point, you name it. Um, And I have um, been in protests um, with an NAACP. Um, I have volunteered in West Oakland, East Oakland, in the most dangerous parts. And um, most important of all, I have a heart for the people, so I—that's what I want to bring um, to the table: all of my skills and my experience um, in the community.
0: And also, last night during the meeting, um, there was talk about um, people that may have criticized the police in the past. Talk about, you know. We're dealing with a, a police crisis here in Antioch, with fifty percent, almost fifty percent of our police force being gone. The racist text message scandal, you know, talk about the the line between being able to criticize, you know, a bad behavior, and still being able to maintain your neutrality and your focus, and be someone that can deal with the commission honestly and, as they said, without reservations and everything that you pledged to do.
13: Yes, well, as you know, uh, there's been a lot of um, issues unchecked. So I believe that the commission, uh, the direction we want to go, we want to make sure that, uh, that everybody in our city, number one is safe. And then also we want to address police misconduct on all levels. So I believe that it's important that to understand that we are the commission that are for the people. We are not just for ourselves working for us uh, volunteering in these uh, as a commissioner for ourselves, but for the people.
0: Well, um Alicia, I feel very proud that you're my neighbor and that you're on this commission. I'm very excited that you bring these great skills um, to the table and I thank you for um, volunteering to make our community better and I wish you luck on the commission. Oh,
13: thank you Thank you, Frank. Thank you. <laughs>
0: All right, welcome back. You are listening to Full Circle right here on 94.1 FM KPFA. And you just heard from five of the seven new Antioch Police Accountability Citizens Oversight Commissioners. Again, a quick reminder, there's videos to all this on the First Voice Media Facebook page. And it looks like I still have some time left. So I will include the short interview with Acting Chief Joseph V. Hill. So these are his comments about the new oversight committee. Preval well, and Franklin here uh, at Antioch City Hall. We just had um, a historic event here in Antioch, and that is the swearing in of the new uh, Citizens uh, Police Accountability Oversight Commission. And I'm here now with uh, is it Acting Chief, Interim Chief, Acting Chief uh, V. Hill. Of the Antioch Police. And real quick, before we start, can you just tell us a little bit of your history with Antioch Police so we know how long you've been here and all that?
14: Uh, Lateral here as a lieutenant uh, almost four years ago. Uh, I worked uh, patrol admin and now I'm the acting chief.
0: And, um, you know, we talked a little bit last night and you said that you've actually worked at your other departments with a commission. So tell us how you're feeling about what's happening today in Antioch and, you know, what you're looking forward to with this these new appointments?
14: Uh, I think the biggest thing I'm looking forward to, because this is a new program, is is seeing what we can do together. Um, It's no secret where I come from, we've we've had a lot of things that don't exist here, and I think anything we can do to showcase uh, what the officers are doing, what the department is doing, as well as solicit input from different community groups, community members, I think will not only make us more transparent, where maybe we haven't traditionally done a Good enough job for the public and that but improve in other areas as well and, and i think that's what i'm looking forward to the most is having conversations we historically haven't had and trying to find ways that we can get better both in our house and in the community and i think that's the most important that'll be the most important goal for us moving forward and working with the commission
0: Oops, sorry. and then i think uh one thing i would ask of you um you know being new and you know the current history of the department it's no secret that we're going through uh um, some uh, the scandal coming out of the text message scandal and you now is acting chief What are you doing different or what approach different approach? Are you trying to take as Antioch? Basically rebuilds its department?
14: Uh, I think the biggest thing is Not closing uh, Not closing our minds to anything new anything that we haven't traditionally done before um, being open letting people have input especially internally as well as externally on how we can improve and that's not just in operations but recruiting and hiring, retention and policy making, and how we do every everyday business. Uh, I think we've done a, a pretty good job over the last year of searching out different avenues to improve training, to improve our deployments, and to improve uh, collaboration in the community um, to help us get better because I think what a lot of people don't understand, we know the community is hurting behind this, but so are officers in the department. Um, so just trying to find common ground so we can move forward together and be better, get better, and get us to a point where all around we're doing a, a better job, what the community expects from us, delivering services in the appropriate manner.
0: All right, Chief Eli, I know you got to go. Uh, thank you for speaking with me today. You're welcome. Have a good day, Frank. All right, welcome back to Full Circle right here on 94.1 FM KPFA and kpfa.org. That voice you just heard was that of Antioch Acting Police Chief Joseph V. Hill. He was commenting on the formation of Antioch's new Police Accountability Citizen Oversight Committee. Before that, you heard from some of the commissioners themselves. And a quick reminder there's much more of this material on the first voice media Facebook page. If you'd like to see those videos and actually watch the press conference where you can hear all the experience and skill that this group of people will bring to this commission. So I urge you to check out that on first voice media on Facebook. And of course I'll post a link on our website, kpfaapprentice.org just after the show. But coming up next, we're going to head to Sacramento for the second annual Missing and murdered Indigenous People's Summit California, our state ranks fifth of all states in the nation of not bringing resolve or even investigating missing and murders against Native American women, Native American people. A 2016 study by the National Institute of Justice found that four out of five American Indian and Alaska Native adults experience violence within their lifetimes. Native women and girls and Native people are disproportionately affected by domestic violence, human trafficking, and murder. California is number five in the nation at not resolving these crimes. To bring attention to this, the Yurok tribe and the Wilton Rancheria held the second annual Murdered and Missing Indigenous People Summit in Sacramento. That was this past Monday and Tuesday. And we only have a little time left, so I'm only going to play the opening ceremony of day two. And I'll throw out this reminder that you could watch day one and day two, which is about 10 hours of information. And you could watch that on the Yurok Tribe's official Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search Yurok Tribe. That's Y-U-R-O-K, Tribe. And I'll also post a link to both days on our website, kpfaapprentice.org. I also look forward to sharing more of this audio on future shows and hopefully on Bay Native Circle, where I sit as a fill-in host. All right, this is just going to be a few minutes of the opening ceremony of day two of the Missing and Murdered Indigenous People Summit, and this was held on the steps of the state capitol in Sacramento.
1: Good morning, I uh, am Joseph James chairman of the Yurok tribe I come from the village of Shragan located on the lower Klamath River uh if we could all please stand uh you know let's let's open it up with with prayer with, with song it, it's a beautiful day here today uh you know we're blessed hey <coughs> Yeah, <laughs> Hello You know, I wanted to start out and uh, in, in think and give you thoughts and prayers to the families, the victims. Uh, MMIP is nothing new to us indigenous people. It's It's been going on for decades, all the way back to boarding schools and then some. You know, we're here today at the Capitol with our brothers and sisters, our long, young ladies here standing in solidarity with us. We're all bringing our thoughts, our prayers, our vision, our mind, our will to make that change. On behalf of everybody that paved the way, that gave their life for us to be able to speak here today on behalf of them, it's my privilege and honor as a tribal chairman, as a person, as an indigenous person, to keep speaking, to keep fighting on behalf of them, to make that change. We're here for today for a call of actions, to work with our brothers and sisters up here, sitting down. Because it's going to take a family to move the needle. It's going to take all of us here in attendance. It's going to take all of us watching. We have made great strides. We've still got a lot of work yet to do. And it's that will that's fight. It's that passion. It's that good medicine that all of us have to bring collectively as one. Creator is with us. He's given that to us. And we got got a responsibility as people to keep providing change and move the needle for our our indigenous people. With that, I want to say thank you.
0: All right, I'm going to have to leave it right there. Sorry it was so short, but be sure to head over to the Yurok Tribe Facebook page. That's why you... R-O-K on Facebook, Yurok Tribe on Facebook, and you could watch the complete uh, two-day event. Again, we will post a link on our website, kpfaapprentice.org, and it's actually already linked on our Facebook page. And that brings us to the end of tonight's show. Remember to check out our website, kpfaapprentice.org, just after the show for archive shows, all the important links and information related to tonight's show. Also, a quick reminder that the group Contra Costa for Palestine will be having a teach-in at Adams Middle School in Brentwood uh, on Sunday at 2 p.m., So please if you are able, head over to Contra Costa, the number four Palestine on Instagram to get more information. Also, I'll post that flyer on our Facebook page, First Voice Media, and also on our website kpfaapprentice.org shout out to the full circle crew miss m the executive director and me free will and franklin i have been your host tonight and i'm also the technical director for this show full circle thanks for listening everyone and remember while you're out there to please protect your health and also your humanity and stay tuned to KPFA. Up next is La Honda Bajita. Good night, everyone. <music>